0: Yeah, because in our IVF journey, you know, people are like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, well, who's the baby daddy? Who did it? And how y'all doing this? I'm like, I know y'all seen it. Like, I know y'all, and y'all are not back in 1990 where, you know. No, no,
1: just, so, yeah, just tell don't even worry, Yeah, I just,
0: mm-hmm. and follow your heart and true reality because if you want to have children, have children. If you want to, you know, like, like, build your house with your girlfriend, if you want to move to the other side of the world, you just do whatever makes you happy because it, it starts with, with yourself
2: what's up everybody and welcome to the queerly black show Welcome back to another episode of the Quirly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm here with some special guests today. We got Crystal and Scarlett, aka Dusty and Callie in the building. Y'all go ahead, and introduce yourselves to the people.
1: What's up? So I am Crystal,
0: aka Dusty, <laughs> and I'm Scarlett,
2: aka Callie. Yeah. Nice. How'd y'all get those nicknames?
1: Well, Dusty, that goes all the way back from high school, um, we, I was trying not to curse a lot, and uh I would say Dusty, and everybody started calling me Dusty, and it just kept going from there.
0: <laughs> and I just grew up with it. I don't know where my family got it from, but since I was little, they just, it, we all had a nickname, I guess all the cousins did, from the aunties, so mine was Kali, and it just forever, a Kali thing. Got it, got it. And where y'all from originally?
1: Uh I'm from Chicago, Chantown. Chantown. I'm Hungarian.
2: Okay, nice. When did you uh come to the states?
0: Yeah, when I was three years old. So I basically grew up here, but I mean, nationality, I am Honduran.
2: Nice. And y'all from Houston, right? Y'all live in Houston. Yes. Cool. Ace town. Um. Nice. All right. Well, let's let's go back a little bit, and, and uh, I gotta get y'all. You know, I gotta get y'all coming out stories. So <laughs> who, who, who who wants to start? Well, first, before you answer the coming out story, talk about the first time you knew that you liked
1: girls. Oh goodness. <laughs> for me for me I was in kindergarten and I had a crush on a girl I mean I just knew I liked her and she was cute and yeah so it was way back when
0: <laughs> <laughs> um I grew up with like a little tomboy I grew up playing with my cousins with you know I didn't I didn't have any like I guess girl cousins to play with and I guess they will always talk about girls and you know, they would be like, oh, she's hot, and this and that, and I guess I guess through time when I realized that I guess I like girls too, so <laughs> I was like 12, and I used to be like, oh, she's so pretty, you know, but in my mind, like, I just, I never came out to a couple years, uh, basically a couple years ago, really, Um, even though some of my friends and family didn't know it through, like, all my life, they just knew, <laughs> but I never confirmed to them that, yeah, you know, because in the my type of family and my background that, like, they would not accept you. Like, you would be, like, donned out somewhere else, you know, and, like, took my family and my parents a little while to accept me now, but now everybody's okay with it. I mean, of course, if I'm okay with it, they gotta be okay with it, you know? Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, yeah, I came out, uh, I guess, officially, I got outed in high school. Um, one of my girlfriends at the time, she, like, wrote a note, and then her Mom found it, oh. and it was a good thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, at first I was like, no, I'm not gay, I don't know what she's talking about.
2: Was it one of them like letters that's like, man, you so fine, you the most beautiful and, uh, girl. I and, Like, it was like clear that she was like, yeah, it
1: was a game on her. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was no hiding. My
2: mom was just like, she was like, it's,
1: it's okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay
2: we can accept this <laughs> nice so uh i know y'all y'all talk about being you know in an interracial relationship uh what are well so um callie you're hondorian and uh dusty you are
1: uh well my family's from jamaica so okay. i am up
2: jamaica, but i grew up in chicago okay how's that been like um as far as y'all's you know relationship how's that played a role in your relationship?
1: Well, family wise, uh it I'm on my side of the family, it was pretty cool, you know. Um, you know, they don't they don't trip about stuff like that. Um how about you?
0: <laughs> well <laughs> for me, you know, it's like my parents for one didn't ever want me to be with a um, different color skin person. They always wanted me to be with Hispanic like like you, like that's all they saw. You know, they always match you with like who your family is. You know, like I guess the color, the race, the you know background, all that. So, you know, I they knew a long time ago that you know I wasn't like a, you know into my own race or anything like that. So even then, you know, when we did get together and start, you know, we oh, she came we she came around like a friend for the for a long time. Of course, time. Yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> friend. It's my yeah, special friend. It. <laughs> and so my parents kind of like started like putting one and one together and they started like getting mad at her or like getting mad at me for stuff, you know, and they're like, you know, we know, but I wouldn't never tell them. Um, so they did take it. And we had a little rough patch with my, mostly with my mom. She was the one who took it a little harder through, you know, the whole way. But now, you know, she's supportive and, you know, loving and stuff towards both of us and, and accepting of it. But it is hard, especially when you come from families who don't believe in, for one, you know, being with a different color person and then two, not being with the same sex. Like for them it's like, okay, are you kidding me? Like, you, like, <laughs> like double <laughs> negative. Like, really?
2: <laughs> like we couldn't pick one, right? Like you you just, you just had to bring both into the situation, <laughs> but love is love. So that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? We don't yeah. pick the color. We don't pick, you know, it's just who who you love is who you love. So it's it's all good. Um. So let's talk about how y'all met. How'd y'all meet?
0: Uh, this is everybody's favorite story <laughs> so
1: I'm a teacher uh, I teach a physical education at the elementary level and one of the jobs after school you gotta put the kids in a car and uh, uh, one day she comes to pick up her kiddo you know mm,
2: you're putting a kid in a car and you put yourself in the backseat too huh
1: oh yeah <laughs> I'm like oh this mom is beautiful you know but you know that's just mom so you know I would see her years and years and years you know and I was just like I would always tell you know like man you know you have your discussions at lunch with your co-workers like yeah so fine mama always you know uh but yeah that's how we met you know through that way but we didn't start talking it was just a secret crush that I had for the longest time
0: But somehow, (laughs) somehow my daughter knew she liked me.
1: I don't know how. Because
0: she would say, Mom, Coach Harvey said hi. Or Mom, Coach Harvey. And like um well, backlash. you know, I have um two kids already. Mm -hmm. So our which is the oldest, she's our the eleven year old. Um, so because I don't know if you knew that. Mm -hmm. Uh and so that's how she would just come in a car and she was little, she was like in kinder and she'd be like, Coach Harvey said hi and then then, like sometimes I would love you and and I would always go she would not ever look at me in the face like she would have never just give me that look you know she just like
2: hey I see you
0: (laughs) but the kid knew so it's like it's weird to say but it's like five years later we started talking basically after we we kind of you know knew because I would always be at the school too so they would see me and I would see her frequently um and then um it was like a manifestation thing like i always say like i think she manifested so much that cool. that she liked <laughs> me or that she she wanted something yeah. like how is it that 5 years later you know my daughter go you know it's back at that school and now it's like you know we have a we end up getting into a relationship
2: mm-hmm. so what was this a parent teacher conference or something <laughs>
1: Well, so Actually, I was randomly talking about it. me and a couple of my co-workers, we were just talking about uh, hot moms. And I was like, no, nobody compares to Jocelyn's mom. And then my co-worker, she was like, oh, I follow her on um, Instagram. I was like, what? I was like, let me get her Instagram. You know, I'm just going to go over there, peep pictures, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. be a little creeper. And then um, I think I liked something I might have commented. And um, she ended up sending me a friend request. And I was like, what? And she had like forty thousand followers. I was like, "No way, she's gonna see," you know. Mm-hmm. That Got
2: you to, yeah. yeah.
1: And I was shook, you know, when when she hit me with that friend request, and uh, yeah, we just started talking from there. So really, she she initiated things. Really. So, so, well, Kelly, you
2: slid in the DMs.
0: Well, I yeah. saw the 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 I saw like you said, Coach Harvey, and I was like. So I, I stared at the name for a little while when I saw the comment, because I was like, wait, is this her? Like, is this from like, and it, it didn't dawn, like I couldn't tell from her profile picture either because she looked different. I'm, I'm so used to just shorts and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I've always seen her in a cap. So for me, like the picture she had, I couldn't recognize her if that was her. So I was like, okay, I'm going to click. Cause I, you know, I, so I run my business off of social media, so I, I pay attention to comments or whatever. Mm-hmm. i clicked on her profile i was like okay i don't know who it is but i was like i really really think that's her because i'm like it says kuchari so i i friend requested her and and then i left a comment on her picture too
1: she was like oh you have the most beautiful she does Uh, that's it that's (laughs) it right there (laughs) that's it
2: you in there after that (laughs) yeah that's so cute so what happened so then now fast forward so that's that's five years of you having a crush so then what happens when you tell your daughter that you guys are dating?
1: Uh, I mean, at first we didn't tell her right away. I was yeah. just, uh, you know, um, but I mean, she wasn't like,
2: she probably thought that was so cool. She was like, the teacher's at my house. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah it, was,
1: it was like that. Cause she, cause she ended up going to a different school. So she wasn't at my school for a while, mm. but I would see her cause the school she went to was literally right next door. So like all my old students, they would, like, "Come to the gate, like, hey, Coach Harvey." And she just always was like one of my favorites, and just was cool. And she would always like speak to me. And uh, yeah, I don't think she was really
0: no. I think mad
1: about. I think she she was cool. She was just like,
0: yeah. I think it
1: helped. While. I think it helped because she already liked me. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah that
2: would have sucked if you, if she didn't like you, and then you yeah, yeah, like yeah. with her mom. That. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <I'm probably> gonna...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I'm all about if the kids you know are okay then I'm okay if not
2: yeah. Kids.
0: so absolutely I, pretty, I mean both of them did you know even though the other one's really really little at the time they both reacted really good I guess because we started coming around like friends and just hanging out and you know taking the kids because it was COVID time so it wasn't much we could do other than hanging out at each other's houses or she would come to my business and hang out with us there or you know little stuff like that that was about all we can do yeah. right in the middle right when COVID started basically and every the whole world shut down. So it was like there wasn't a lot to do other than you know hang out here or hang out over there. So that's what we would do, hang out, watch TV, play with the kids, or you know, like um, little stuff like that. So she started like she was comfortable with her already. So when we spoke to her and it was like, hey, you know, she was like, Hey, I want to date your mom. And then I told her, Hey, you know, so we like each other, we're gonna you know, start dating. She was just like, mm, okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs>
2: Like okay, okay. I don't know what to tell you, but okay. Right, right, nice. So now you are pregnant. Yes. Talk she, about that. Talk talk about that journey, uh, just you know, um th- deciding to have another baby, and um you you guys the IVF, right? Yes. So just you know, talk about talk about that journey. So she
0: um we always you know, we always talk to them. Was- since the beginning that we started talking that, you know, she wanted to have a baby and eventually she wanted to get her, you know, pregnant on her own and, you know, go through our process and stuff. And as we started talking more and more, like um, I always knew like, you know, I'm like, I wanted to carry another baby or, you know, have a baby together or whatnot. So um, since the beginning, we pretty much knew we are going to, we just never made it like a timeframe when we were, we would just say, okay, we're going to do this, this and this, and then we're going to have a baby and then um we went through some steps last year where we're just like, okay, well, we're going to purchase a house. It was either purchase a house or have a baby. And then, um, our plan, they cost about the same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ended up happening too, where we were like, okay, well, we have to, you know, do these things to, for our house. So instead of like, you know, trying to figure out like keeping the money or whatever, now that, you know, let's just do one process instead of like holding off on both. And then eventually trying to figure out when we're going to do it all. We just out. We're just like, hey, let's just do the baby. And then, you know, we'll figure out the house situation the following year, which is this year. Um, And that's basically how we came up with just we went to the doctor's office and just
1: Yeah, we, so we went to the doctor because I'm older and I was like getting nervous. I'm not that old, but uh, I was just like, I don't know. I don't want to push it because they say like, you know, 35 I'm 32 and I was like, let's just go see like the options, like of how to store my eggs, you know, just in case. So we went, you know, talked to the, the doctors and I don't know, I guess like in that moment we were just like, let's just do it. Let's start now. And so you guys did
2: uh, reciprocal IVF. Yes. right?
1: Yeah. So um, my egg, we um, picked the donor, fertilized it, and transferred okay. to her.
2: Mm. Yeah. So how, how was the process for you guys picking a donor? Um, it did what like, what was some of the things that you talked about that were like important as far as uh, picking a donor?
1: Well, we wanted someone with, um, Hispanic background so that, you know, it could be like a mixture. Um, and of course we wanted healthy genes. Um, we, they, you know, they show you the family history, the donor's history, <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so of course we want healthy, and then after that, after we found people based off who's the healthiest, then we start looking into like, all right, eye color, um height, you know, their build, stuff like that. But I mean, it was I would say it was kind of hard because it was just so many, you know.
0: And then the ones that we were wanting, like they were like. As soon as they'll come on, they were, they were off. We're like, uh, yeah
1: we're, were going, waiting, were going, you know, yeah. you know um, but it was, it was a fun process also just because it was on, we shopping, it's, it's, you know, it's
2: kind of. Yeah, cool. buying a baby daddy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you, you take exactly what you want, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. With the hopes that, um. You know everything checks out because it is. You know it's kind of crazy going through the process. You know uh, my wife and I went through the same process. We not IVF, we went through IUI. But um, <clears throat> when you're like looking at all these things and you're like, man, you realize like you know more about your donor than people know about their baby daddy. Right <laughs> from a hit, hit from a from a background standpoint, like his you're basically getting matched like with like a person who's compatible with you from a health perspective. Like, you know, you can select all the other stuff that you that's important to you, right? Like the height and the, what they look like, but like from a health perspective, it's kind of cool to know, like that you're compatible with the, the person, right? Because you get, you learn so much about yourself. You go through all this genetic screening and then like your donor, same thing. So it's pretty, it's pretty interesting that you know so much about like, cause we'll talk, we'll talk to people, um, you know, uh, particularly like our straight friends who have no idea that like all this happens, um, mm-hmm. like in the background, like, you're like, yeah, no, like you can't even, you can't even have a child. Like your doctor will literally not even let you have a baby with somebody who's not compatible with you, exactly. compatible with you from a health perspective. So it's a very extensive journey, <laughs> inexpensive yeah. journey too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So do, Dusty, do you want to carry it off?
1: I told her. I would if, you know, because I'm down for another one in the future, possibly, because um, we still got some hey, yeah. embryos left. So, you know, but uh, I told her I'm down, um, but, you know, I don't know how she, she doesn't really agree. You
2: said no? You don't want to see that?
0: It's <laughs> not even that. For me, more of the, the actual child being here. You know, I feel yeah. like it's not the same anymore. It's not as easy as it used to be um for me it's not about like having another child it's just it's more about financially about you know life itself about how it is to put your kids to school now about you know like she doesn't have family here I only have my mom and my sister truly that can really help other than a couple of friends you know but you can't depend on friends like your family right so like we don't have that background here so for me it's like I work from home so thankfully we have that option but if we didn't then you know and then right now we're basically we're gonna have 203 yeah so also it's like you know what am i gonna do in another couple of years do it again like you know we're gonna go through another section of 203 again you know mm-hmm. so it's like when are we gonna when is it gonna fit the right schedule and it's like at that point i don't want to be us to be having kids at almost 40 years old mm-hmm. you know i feel like you know our kids are growing right now. like the two that we have they're just so uh, on their own most of the time like they're in the house just hanging out watching tv doing their own thing you know it's like now we're going to have another one and we also have to think about everything that's coming in the future because everything's changing it's not insurance is expensive food's expensive like you know and i want to be able to have an abundant life like like still be able to provide for our kids have things for our kids and not be so limited like my family was you know we yeah like one month one got shoes and maybe the next one you know another one of us got shoes and that sucked. I, yeah. I hated to be like the one that was always the last one to get a new pair of shoes for school or, you know, we couldn't afford everything all the time. So I don't want to have that life. And I feel like us putting ourselves through having more kids, is like more of that going to happen or, or, you know, could happen. Or even though if we say like, oh, it's not going to, you don't know what life has and stuff, whether she can't work in a couple of years because something happened or or I can't work. You know, so I I think about all these things that that's why I am more of like, I don't want us to have no more like we have one, you know, of our own, like, you know, we have two other amazing, we have three amazing kids pretty much, you know, that we're together and and that we're teaching. She's, she's also an amazing mom to them. They love her to death, you know? So like, I just think that because of all that is the reason why I just No, that makes sense you know breaking
2: those generational curses and trying to provide something different you know i think we all have our own level of that you know so no that's that's definitely commendable and i think more people should think about that <laughs> uh so you guys recently had your baby shower um uh you know kelly obviously experiencing going through uh infancy with three kids uh talk talk about some of the important things about baby showers Like, as far as people giving you gifts, like respecting your registries, you know, not buying you what they want to buy you versus what you need. Talk about that from your experience.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty much grateful for whatever. So I appreciate all the gifts we got. Now, would I prefer them sticking to the registry? Of course, because we put it on there because we need it um but everything that we got is very helpful so I'm not gonna be mad about it um but yeah it's so much like even just making the registry like my first time doing this I was like can you just do it because I'm like this is overwhelming like so
2: many things
1: yeah because in my mind I'm like thinking about like clothes and stuff then she puts on there like uh like uh, breast pads or something I'm like I'm not thinking about that so it's good that she's been through it and you know was able to help because I was I was overwhelmed I was, <laughs> I was like I, I would just slide her to the iPad like here you go got <laughs> this
0: but I wanted her to do a lot of it um
1: like the baby shower
0: you know a couple of my friends asked me um why was I going out loud about it or you know but in true honesty like the reason why I did it you know the way I did and she doesn't realize that maybe. It's more because I want her to have the experience, you know, her, the experience of, of what it feels about it all, you know, like um, through, to go through everything Like she even says sometimes, like, I wish a baby kicked me. I want to feel the kicks. I'm like, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I do. But I said, it's harder than you think, Like it's hard to, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's really hard to, to go through pregnancy. It's really hard to, you know, like sometimes that, uh, you know, you just manage to do it all, especially when me having kids, like I've managed to can do so much more than half of the women that that have kids probably for the first time do. Um, but like going through the registry, planning the baby shower. Like I wanted her to do some of the stuff more because I wanted her to feel that experience of not saying, oh, later on, oh, well, I never did that. Oh, I never, you know, because um we had to plan our own baby shower. You know, yeah. we had our own stuff. And so for me, it was like, okay, like I don't like I don't care to have a big baby shower, but I wanted one just for her to have that experience of all our friends being there, you know, um, playing games and having this like fun environment of like just feeling love. And it's not even for us, it's for the baby, you know, like yeah. that's how you know when your real ones come around or, you know, or who shows that real love. And and that's what I wanted her to experience of it, of it all. Even though, let me tell you, the past two weeks have been hectic for me, like, like super crazy. Yes. I feel like I've been, like she goes to work, so I'm at home, so I have the ability to run errands, to do this, to do that. So they have been crazy, but I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I feel it was, like
1: it was definitely worth it because it came <laughs> out really nice. I was like, oh, so this is why you wanted that big balloon thing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, gotta celebrate, gotta celebrate the baby, right? You know. Yeah. That's nope. what's up. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm super excited for y'all. Like, I, I, congratulations, and you know, it's it's it, it's just amazing. You know, bringing life into the world. So. Um, talk about your YouTube channel, like just, you know, what you guys talk about over there, um, topics and how you got started.
1: Um, so we were just on, you know, we're on TikTok a lot and I was like, we should do a YouTube channel so we could talk more about, um, you know, the IVF process, just about our life in general, because kind of like what you're doing, we want people to see a different side of us, you know? We, we, we're normal we got kids we gotta you know take the kids to school we gotta go trick-or-treating just everyday things like we're we might be two women but we are very normal so we just want to show people that and you know just our our family life you know
2: yeah no for sure for sure that's dope um all right well i got two more questions for you um first one is if you had a theme song for your life what would it be each each of y'all each of y'all Oh
1: me a theme song. Mm. <laughs> I would say um, Bob Marley. Um, Don't worry,
2: because mm. I'm
1: like chill, and it's like you know, you just everything's everything's gonna that be- that match like-
2: your vibe too. She's the most, yeah. super chill like we got it it's good every little thing's gonna be all right we good
0: <laughs> and she's the most patient person ever like like I don't know I don't know where she finds so much patience from but I have like like probably like five percent of her patience <laughs> I mean it's very off to me but it's definitely been a journey to have Patience, because she can tell you like I'm real quick. I'm like, we gotta go, we gotta do this, we gotta. Do this. She's like, good Like, is it going somewhere? Is it leaving you? Is the car like gonna take off without
2: you? <laughs> is the car gonna take off without you?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, that's hard. And I'm just more of like, I'm really go 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 go. Mm-hmm. I I like to get this done, and I don't, you know, if I say in the next two hours I need all this this done, I want it all done so that the next five hours I can just do nothing. That's my anymore. mode. <laughs> yeah, like I'm that one. And and so we have two different personalities in that yeah. point. So that's probably something. I honestly do not know. I'm really, really, really bad at music and really bad at songs. And like right now, I feel like I can think about songs and like all of them don't sound like nothing
1: in my head. Mm-hmm.
0: But she but she probably she, can describe me more
1: than she probably would do like a fast paced uh, Spanish song. Mm-hmm. So yeah because she yeah
2: she be on the go moving and just on it yeah Yeah, that 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 makes sense so (laughs) if y'all had uh advice for somebody going through uh you know any part of your journey whether it's um being in an interracial relationship um you know going through ivf just being queer in general uh what would it be
0: i want to say about the you know coming out situation more because i feel like that's something i can really express myself about because we had two different versions of it. Um, stop being scared. Like, just do it. If you if you feel like another woman or another man gonna make you happy, nobody. If you don't learn how to accept yourself first, or period, nobody's gonna accept you the way that you want to be accepted. And I think that that was something that held me back for so many years from from realizing what I wanted for real. Since because I knew since 12, 13, you know when I had my only little girlfriend type thing um that I wanted it but because of my fears my family talking crazy to me or you know telling me names or or telling me they wouldn't love me um because of all these things that I was so afraid but if you no matter what age you are if you love yourself that way love yourself first and then people are gonna come around to love you because that's just what it, where it starts from yeah. from and then just allow people to say whatever they want eventually they're going to come around and they choose not to come around then they're not meant to be in your life yeah that's dope
1: yeah I would just say just do you like she said like any for all aspects like just do what makes you happy you want to do IVF do it you want to date girls do it like don't worry about other people's opinions just you have to be happy that's that's all I would say. Just do you. Yeah, because
0: in our IVF journey, you know, people are like, "What? Like, what do you mean? Like, well, who's the baby daddy? Who did it? And how y'all doing this?" I'm like, I know y'all seen it. Like, I know y'all, y'all are not back in 1990 where you know. No,
1: no, just so yeah, just tell them don't even worry. Right? Yeah, I just mm-hmm.
0: and follow your heart into reality because if you want to have children, have children. If you want to, you know, like like build your house with your girlfriend, if you want to move to the other side of the world. You just do whatever makes you happy because it starts with with yourself and then people start to come around, those that will love you like that, you know, because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to walk out of your life and not come back. And that's what happened to me. You know, like I've lost yeah. more friends, than, but I, I, all I know is that they were not my real friends because the ones that have accepted me through the journey, which is a handful of them, are still right next to me, you know, and yeah. it's just meant to be. And God's never going to leave, you know, people in your life that are not meant to be.
2: Absolutely. And you learn that you don't want them people around you anyway. Right. Because you ain't got no time for that. You got kids, you got you got school, you got whatever you got going on. You don't need them people around you anyway. You would rather have two or three solid people in your life than to have 20 people just to say you got 20 people like you ain't got time to be managing all that. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely agree with you. Definitely. Awesome. Well, tell the people where they can find y'all.
1: All right, so our TikTok, Instagram, Dusty and Callie, um, and also on our YouTube
0: YouTube channel. All of it is Cali. Yeah. So for all of them. For all of them.
2: Okay.
1: YouTube, Instagram,
0: TikTok. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Got you. There you guys,
0: you know, we'll, we'll keep sharing YouTube videos and sharing a little bit about our life where, you know, we're trying to get there again to where it's starting to pick up. We do it more often because we started so, but with the baby almost arriving here and so much going on at the same time, it's just been hectic, but we'll definitely, you know, try to update more and, and, you know, just inspire people because that's really what we want is inspire people not to be scared of this journey and to share it so that others can, you know, there's going to be a lot of judgment, a lot of craziness that happens in between it, like comments and stuff, but People just have to learn, and we have to accept ourselves like that, and then allow us to share with others so they don't be afraid to. Because society is crazy nowadays, you know. Yeah. Committing suicide and doing all kinds of stuff because people are not being supportive. So as long as they can feel maybe someone online can be supportive of them and share a little bit about them, it'll inspire them to do the same.
2: Absolutely. Well, I'm thankful for y'all. I definitely appreciate what y'all are doing. Keep sharing. Um, keep, you know, just, you know, being as transparent as you can be. I think definitely one or two or three or four or all the things that y'all are sharing are going to definitely help somebody. So definitely keep doing it. I'm thankful for y'all. And uh, yeah, man. So y'all already know, man, this is another episode of the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'll catch y'all on the next one.